0: Hello oh, and welcome to The Staffing Show, the only podcast that delivers tools, tips, and tactics from the staffing and recruiting industry's top executives and thought leaders.
1: So I'm here with Maurice Fuller of Staffing Tech today. Very excited to have you here on the podcast and to talk to you about what's next in staffing. So we're here at Bullhorn Engage and I'm just going to go through a couple questions, but why don't you start with a little bit of an introduction on your background and
2: staffing tech. Sure, dude. Thanks for having me on your podcast. So, I'm Maurice Fuller. I'm the founder of New Vector Group and the Staffing Tech Conference. And I've been involved in the staffing industry for north of 20 years now. Started as a recruiter a long time ago and gradually worked my way up into leadership positions for a large $150 million IT staffing firm. And then eventually, I started my own firm focused on consulting and training. And then over the last year, i moved into conferences and advisory services around staffing technology. So that's what staffing tech is all about. Awesome. Awesome. And so, uh, why do you choose to come to Bullhorn Engage? Bullhorn is an amazing conference, and it, it continues to get better every year. I've been, this is about my fifth Engage, and this Engage is. At least twice as large as the Engage that I went to five years ago. So Bullhorn has become a very significant player in the staffing technology arena. And with the acquisitions of Sendouts and Max Hire and Talent Rover uh, and Job Science, they are really playing a central role now in the applicant tracking system space. And they bring together at this conference a lot of very, very smart people at every level and with vendors, with the work that they're doing. It's a great opportunity to see their vision for how they plan to evolve their products and technologies and to meet directly with the folks at Bullhorn to learn more about where they're headed, and deepen those relationships. So it's an amazing conference. I highly recommend anybody that's involved in the Bullhorn universe or any of the other ATS systems that I I mentioned before should attend this conference every single year.
1: Absolutely. It's been a a great conference. It's always nice networking. Are there any um, key takeaways, things you've learned in the conference, uh, networking, any things that you think are uh, worth sharing with the audience?
2: Well, Bullhorn certainly has a great vision for how they intend to evolve the product. And they have some very, very smart people. And Bullhorn is now a very large company. They're getting close to a 1,000 people. They have a very large development team. And they're looking now across really every facet of the applicant tracking system from the back office, the middle office, the front office. They're really covering the full full gamut and they have developers assigned in all these different areas. So we're focused on the staffing tech side. We we look at a lot of technologies that plug in and connect with uh, ATS to extend the capabilities of the ATS and the integrations. And there's an awful lot of development that's that's occurring in all those different areas. So it's important to pick the right ATS. That's that's critical. If you pick the right ATS, that is the building block or the foundation for innovation. And I think for a lot of staffing firms, as more and more companies land on the Bullhorn platform, one of the questions that comes up is how do you differentiate yourself if everybody's sitting on the same ATS? How do you separate your company from from everyone else that's using the same tech, enabling technology to run your staffing firm? And that's where I think that there's a tremendous opportunity to enhance Bullhorn through automations, through the way you configure Bullhorn, the way you use Bullhorn, and the technologies that you plug into Bullhorn. So two companies might be using the same enabling technology, but they're using it completely differently. And so that's where I think innovation plays a huge role in the success that you're likely to have as a company.
1: Absolutely. I uh, couldn't agree more. And, and uh, uh, Marie Springs, his, his background here is starting with a recruiter, being a CIO, and now kind of leading this new conference staffing tech, uh, which I actually attended recently, and uh, also a fantastic event. If you're looking to identify what technology to use in your tech stack, that's one of the places that I would uh, highly recommend you look at attending. But I, I think it's interesting that with uh, your background, especially, I love that you have the recruiter side of it as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you kind of mentioned this a little bit already with Bullhorn, but they have the marketplace. And you know everybody can have the same ATS, but the implementation can be so much different. What are you seeing in terms of? Do you have any best practices or any recommendations in terms of how you vet vendors from the marketplace or how you take and kind of manipulate and bullhorn to be a unique or differentiated product for you?
2: Right. Well, without getting into a lot of specifics, so much of it depends on your business and your processes that you're using, and there are so many ideas. You know, if you if you think about it. And you bring a group of people together, you can instantly put together dozens and dozens of ideas. When you talk to different uh, technology providers, there are so many great technology providers out there. So it's very easy to become completely overwhelmed with so many different opportunities to improve performance. What we are trying to do is is help staffing firms grow faster and operate more profitably, And, and doing that through technology, but also through improvements in processes as well. So what I encourage everyone to do is to think strategically. Typically, the staffing industry is very, very tactical. And even when I've been part of a very large organization, so much of what we're doing is focused on you know this week or this quarter is rare to find staffing firms that are really thinking you know beyond a year or even multiple years out and it's so critical i think to maintain a roadmap that encompasses all the different ideas that you've come across for for continuous improvement and then work through the ROI that you're likely to obtain from the different opportunities some ideas are extremely simple to implement so for example I was talking to somebody who, who did nothing more than implement some technology to use texting to remind candidates that their interview is coming up and to check back with them after the interview to see how the interview went through texting. And that simple innovation dramatically improved rates at which candidates showed up for interviews because they were reminded of the interview that came up. So sometimes the simplest little innovations can have a significant impact on performance. So I think it's important to track dozens, these dozens and dozens of ideas and opportunities to invest in third-party technologies and then systematically work through the ROI of all of them and look at the cost involved to invest in those technologies and the rate of return that you're likely to get and then sort for high ROI investment opportunities and concentrate on the ones that are likely to yield the highest results in terms of payback and also the ones that are going to help you mitigate operational risk as well. And so get that right combination of revenue growth, profitability growth, gross margin improvement and a risk reduction. And just stay highly focused on the highest ROI opportunities, but always dabble. Look for opportunities, constantly look for opportunities to innovate and improve. And that's what it's going to take to to win in in staffing. We're becoming increasingly technology-driven. We're moving from, if you look at people, process, technology, and accountability, so much of what we've done in the past has been people, all about Every problem can be fixed by putting more people on it. But that's no longer the case. Increasingly, this industry is about technology that are driving our operations. And so the companies that are going to succeed in the future are going to be highly technology-driven, and they're going to be highly innovative. Absolutely. And, and
1: with your background, and I, one of the things I've heard from a lot of the attendees here is they're... There are so many options. There's, you know, uh, there's hundreds of technology suppliers to mm. the staffing industry. Yeah, uh, and you're talking about, you know, focusing on ROI right. and makes. about do you have any um, standard process that you used as a CIO or that you would recommend now that, in terms of a way to kind of make that decision making more strategic, or anything that you can make operationalize on an annual basis? In terms yeah. of, here's how many vendors you should look at. Here's a way to actually measure the ROI
2: for each product. Yeah. So. I mean, there's some technologies that are just, you know, an absolute no-brainer. So, for example, let's say texting. Texting is, is huge, and you'll get immediate payback from that. In fact, speaking of texting, I mean, there are scenarios right now where traditional phone conversations are just could go away entirely, and we just do everything through different type of texting uh, communication. So it's almost, when it first became available, it was a high ROI kind of investment. Now, in just a few short years, it's mandatory. If you're not texting, you're not keeping up with what is going on. So in that case, it's, it's just like you must have. Before it was a high ROI opportunity. Now you have to have it if you want to succeed. So my view is you've got to be constantly looking at everything that's out there. You, you These technology suppliers are your friends. They're there to help you succeed with your business. And so talk to the technology suppliers, understand what they're doing, and it's not easy to calculate ROI. I mean, I sit down and I think about what, what is it going to cost to implement the technology? What does it cost on a recurring basis to have the technology in place? And that, then I literally think through, what does this technology do for me? Is it going to help me gain more revenue, make more placements? Is it going to help reduce operational costs? Is it going to improve gross margins? You know, where on the PL does this technology help us improve our EBITDA and then I'll calculate out you know over you know some financial period what kind of return we can expect what the cost is and I'll literally do a net present value analysis or a payback analysis ROI analysis in my spreadsheet and then I will sort that top to bottom and I'll look at I'll sort it a couple different ways. I'll look at ROI, but also look at how many dollars are involved to, to make those investments and what the timeline is to make those investments. I don't know of any other way to do it, especially when you're dealing with dozens and dozens of ideas. Obviously, some things are simple to, to do. If it's just making a simple configuration change, that doesn't cost hardly anything. We'll do those things right away. But if it's, if it's a bigger project, depending on how many people are involved, we want to, sort of phase those in depending on how much payback that we're likely to get.
0: This episode of The Staffing Show is brought to you by Staffing Referrals, the only recruiter referral platform designed specifically for staffing firms. If you're like most staffing firms, you're probably not using a digital referral platform, which means you're missing up to 60% of your potential referral placements. That's where Staffing Referrals comes in. Their recruiter referral platform helps you capture more referrals by transforming your candidates and contractors into digital brand ambassadors. Why do staffing firms love staffing referrals? You'll instantly get a referral program like the ones used by Lyft, Uber, and Airbnb. Your recruiters get their very own brand ambassador program, and your company will get more referral leads than ever before. I think you should check it out. If you'd like to get more referral leads for your recruiters, check out their 90-day pilot. They're giving Staffing Show listeners $500 off their first 90 days. To claim your $500 discount, visit staffingreferrals.com forward slash hub. I think you'll love it.
1: One of the things you and I were talking about um, earlier this week was about the tech stack. And I think you have... uh... A very, I would say, strategic way of looking at that, and mm-hmm. I think more so than what I'm seeing from most of the staffing, a lot of staffing firms I talked to, kind of looking at piecemeal and who who did I talk to last. And yeah. I, I think it might be interesting just to hear your thoughts on you know, uh, kind of the higher level of how you're looking at the tech stack.
2: Right. So we've we've built an infographic that's available on staffingtech.com. That's s t a f f i n g t e c dot com that you can download, and we've identified. Over 40 categories of software that that connect with the ATS. And within each of these categories, we have uh, you know, in some cases a handful of suppliers, in some cases, like literally hundreds of suppliers that have technologies that work within that space. And so David, you're right. I mean, what I see sometimes with staffing firms is is they'll they'll latch on to you know, a particular solution that they may have heard about, but there's actually multiple players within that category. And so I think it's important to identify a particular category and then look at the different players that are in there and identify the differences, the strengths and weaknesses of the different products. And then look at making a commitment to that category as as an addition to your technology stack and then identify the, the solution that's going to work best for you. And again, everything built around ROI. And also looking strategically as well, another aspect of strategy is also how you intend to evolve your company. Meaning, you see yourself moving into specific segments and if you're moving into specific segments you have specific technology requirements that have to be in place in order to succeed. Or, for example, do you intend to move into more online staffing? Well, if you intend to do that, then there's technology you need to support that. If you're aim is to take on more VMS related business, you have to absolutely be prepared technologically to have the right technologies in place to succeed in that arena. So I think it's I think it's nearly impossible to sort of generically go into a particular segment of the industry and expect to succeed without some industry specific technology that's going to support you in those areas. Absolutely, absolutely. And then as the
1: staffing industry is changing, which I think all business is moving Mm -hmm. faster than ever before, what are some of the things that you could see as disruptions to the industry? Are there any major trends that you see over the next three to five years that Mm. you see as kind of shaking things up in a major way? Sure.
2: Well, right now there's a lot of talk about AI, and that was certainly a big focus of what we were doing at our last Staffing Tech Conference lots of conversation about how that's going to change the industry and there's no question that AI will have a big impact in the years ahead. So one of the things I found really interesting at this conference is talking to some developers is how quickly they were able to use commercially available AI technologies to implement very powerful solutions. You know, being able to prototype solutions within you know just a matter of days that had a significant impact on productivity now it takes more time to productize some of these prototypes and, and to bring them to market but the ai and machine learning that's now available on microsoft azure on amazon web services ibm's technologies etc very very powerful and making those available to developers is going to change everything so right now Staffing is extremely administratively intensive. And there's a lot of activities that we do that are basically, essentially almost like minimum wage work. So as if we're in sales or recruiting, we're bouncing around constantly between high value work and low value work. And so as we can use AI to take on more of the low value work, then the participants that are, you know, working within staffing firms are going to be working at higher and higher levels. And so the type of people that we are going to need within our staffing firms as our staffing technology becomes more and more sophisticated is going to change. I think the percentage of spend on technology is going to increase and the percentage of spend on people might decrease. But getting back to development, so AI is going to play a a big role. We're just at the very, very early stages of that and it's all going to be enabled through these major platforms like Azure and AWS. But the next thing beyond that is going to be blockchain and that truly is a disruptive force within, within staffing And there are a number of players that are working on some really interesting initiatives that could fundamentally change how how staffing operates and it could happen fairly quickly. So, right now we're seeing there's nothing really on the product side right now around blockchain, but there's a lot of people that are actively doing blockchain development and that is going to be, you know, that's definitely going to be disruptive. So, that combination of AI and blockchain. I think if you're looking for what's going to have the most impact on our industry in the next three to five years, and and it will truly be game changing, that will be it. And the other thing that's interesting is that as these technologies come into, into play, the differentiator is really going to be around the candidate experience. So it's critical that as staffing firms, we pay a lot of attention to that candidate experience. And what's it like? What does it feel like to be a candidate or even an employee of your firm? I think the service and support that candidates and employees are going to expect from us is going to raise dramatically in the years ahead as the game changes. Absolutely. And then with the um, I mean you talked a lot about AI, I think we all know
1: it' it has the potential to completely revolutionize the industry. Do you have any specific examples, use cases, things that I, you know somebody could use today, or are there any any things
2: that you think that are out there that you know, that could be implemented quickly? Sure. So I was talking to someone a while back and very interested in AI for staffing, and he was asking me, like, how do I buy some of this AI? And I said, you can't really buy the AI. It's all embedded within different pieces of the technology stack. So really, AI is going to wind up everywhere. It's going to wind up within your ATS. Every piece of technology that bolts into your ATS is going to have some piece of AI associated with it. Whether it's you know it's a, a company doing texting or whether the company is do, helping you with sourcing mm-hmm. or video interviewing, there will be... More and more and more AI that's associated with that. So you will never see the AI, it will just be there. It will be like magic underneath the hood. And so you'll have, you know, AI that's making everything smarter and smarter. At the same time, something that we were just at the cusp of seeing is that the candidates themselves are going to be utilizing AI agents to support their job search process. So increasingly, we're going to have AI both on our side to find the candidates, but the candidates are going to have AI to support them as well. So what I like to say is that over the next 10 years, we're going to see as much technological change as we saw over the previous 25 years. And when you rewind the clock and go back to where we were 25 years ago, there was no internet. You know, we were doing everything by phone, by fax, yellow pages, newspaper ads, It was a very primitive time compared to where we are today, but we're going to see that amount of change in the next 10 years. And I think that it's hard to fathom that amount of change compressed into just one decade, but that's what we need to be prepared for. And the staffing firms that will succeed will be highly technologically savvy. And the ones that are not keeping up are going to really struggle absolutely. I couldn't agree
1: more. And that kind of leads me to the next question. So I was wondering if there's things that the fastest growing firms, firms that you see that are really successful right now, that they're doing differently. It sounds like paying attention to the technology change is a key part of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Are there other things that are specific tactics that you see staffing firms implementing or is it how do they develop their team and approach technology and their strategy with that? Are there any things around that that you'd recommend?
2: Yeah, so the ones that are doing the best in my view are firms that have either assigned senior members of the team that are committed to innovation. like Their job is to look at everything that's out there and continuously evaluate innovation and look for opportunities to to bring that innovation in. And the challenge is that some of these things that are really innovative are not quite ready for prime time. They're fantastic technologies, but they may not be ready to really put be put into production. So it's identifying what's out there, working with some of these vendors to help shape what they're doing, and at the right time, bring them into your technology stack. This is kind of at the leading edge of what's going on. So usually having somebody assigned to innovation, or in some cases, you've got like the head of the company that's super into technology and they're keeping up with everything that's going on, and they're driving innovation within their own company. But there's somebody there who's been assigned the task to identify opportunities for innovation and they're driving that innovation within, within the firm. But increasingly, you can't just look at it as like one person. I mean, it's really, we like to look at it as like multiple stacks. You have a sales stack, a marketing stack, a sourcing stack, a recruiting stack, performance management stack, back office stack. It's a stack of technologies. If you're in finance, you have a stack of technologies. If you're in sales, you have a stack of technologies. And so the person who's responsible for innovation, they can't necessarily keep track of every stack that's out there. Every leader has to own that stack of technologies and has to own the innovation in their particular stack and continuously make their area more and more
0: productive. This episode of The Staffing Show is brought to you by TextUs. You might remember TextUs for their conversational text messaging software that helps recruiters communicate faster with candidates. Since launching four years ago, TextUs has become the largest provider of text messaging to the staffing industry. In fact, over 500 staffing firms choose TextUs, more than any other texting software on the market. Why are they so popular? Because getting a hold of the top talent is more difficult than ever. That's where TextUs comes in. Their real-time communication platform helps your recruiters cut through the noise and get a response. If you want to increase recruiter productivity, you should check out TextUs. You can claim your staffing show exclusive free 30 day pilot by visiting textus.com forward slash hub. Just go to textus.com forward slash hub to claim your pilot and start recruiting in real time.
1: Are there any training, right? You know, books, anything that you'd recommend? How do people stay ahead of this and make sure that they? are knowledgeable about the technology that's within within their stack or within their responsibility?
2: Yeah, I think that's a great question. I, and I think it's, A, it's about encouraging innovation You know, from the very top. I think if you're running a staffing firm, then you want to encourage everybody from the ones that are running the back office to marketing to sales to really stay up with what all the current trends are. And you, yourself, as a, as a leader, you have to be aware of some of these trends so you can... Be able to speak to the trends and encourage people within the organization to to pursue these trends. And different people within your organization are going to, you know, have different levels of comfort with these different technologies and, and adopting them. But you re- should really plan on increasingly sophisticated technology stacks to support all these different areas of the business. And to think about your staffing firm increasingly transforming into a technology firm. You know, you may think of it as a staffing firm whatever that entails today. But really, if you want to be around long term, think about it as becoming a technology firm that happens to be in the staffing business rather than a staffing firm that uses technology to do its work. I
1: just uh, agree with that so much. I think that one of the big changes that we're seeing is uh, you know the shift from smile and dial and you know 100 calls a day to mm-hmm. how am I actually going to reach this candidate? Because yeah. different communication channels are sometimes 10 times more effective than maybe leaving a voicemail. So there's a, a huge shift there. Yeah.
2: yeah, so on that point, I talk to staffing firms all the time that are not growing as fast as they'd like to or are struggling, and then I'll ask them, like, are you using this technology? Are you using this technology? Are you doing this or that? And invariably... They might be doing like one out of 10 things that I recommend. And so it's super important. If you're struggling, there's a good chance that there's a technological reason why you're struggling. And the solution is not doing things the way it was done 10 years ago or even five years ago. These enabling technologies, especially on the sales side, marketing side, the recruiting side, are making people so efficient that these companies that are succeeding, it's not hard for them. They're not struggling. Their salespeople are backed by powerful technologies that are helping them succeed. So that's probably the first place to turn is like, rather than trying to solve everything manually and changing people out, look for technology that can make people more effective. I completely agree
1: with that. You mentioned that you have some, you know ten recommendations that you go. In. I'm sure it's more and depends on the company. It can be yeah. in, you know industry specific. Are there a couple products technologies that you would say things that you got excited about at this yeah. conference or things that you would recommend overall?
2: Yeah. So again, it's just in without going into specific you know companies. But again, I mentioned texting. More and more ATS systems have built-in texting, but there's a tremendous amount of value to having a third party texting solution to adding that into your stack. There are a tremendous number of technologies to help recruiters source better candidates faster. You know, video interviewing technology c- can make a difference. There is marketing technology now that will enable staffing firms to engage more effectively with hiring managers but also with candidates. So you have thousands and thousands of candidates within your own database that you probably haven't been in touch with for a while. And you can reactivate those candidates through great marketing technology or technology to drive referrals of candidates. Referrals is times, in my experience, the number one source of candidates. is also one of your lowest cost sources of candidates. So if you have technology that can drive referrals, that's a really good thing. If you have technology that can help support field employees and, and make them happy, that will increase retention it will drive more referrals and it will drive improved business companies that have higher net promoter scores with their clients and with field employees are growing faster so technology to support field employees and that overall experience is a good thing so I would say that I would say that those are some of the areas where you can get the most bang for your buck is is in marketing technology and technology to engage with candidates and to find candidates faster. But again, it depends on the specific segment that you're operating in. And so
1: switching gears just a little bit, so you've had um, you know the first staffing tech was this year, yeah. the inaugural staffing tech. A yep. Phenomenal conference, I uh, heard lots of positive feedback from people in the industry. Mm-hmm. What's next?
2: So we're looking at staffing tech twenty nineteen and we want to build on the things that were, were successful we're always going to be focused on the the technology side of staffing and going deep into those areas and educating on on trends and so we're really looking forward to putting that that next wave of staffing tech together and then we also have a number of initiatives that we'll be rolling out over the next few months around webinars and bringing content, educational content on staffing technology trends to staffing firm leaders to keep everyone at the forefront of where where the industry is moving. Again, everything is about helping staffing firms grow faster and operate more profitably and doing that through technology. Thank you so much for being
1: here. This has just been a fantastic conversation. And I I completely agree with everything that you've said around the staffing tech as well. Um, I was in attendance at the conference. I think as we've talked today about the importance of making sure you have the right tech stack in place, the right technology strategy. I think, Maurice, you've created a conference. It's a great place to kind of go vet all of the vendors and also an educational place where if you're a CIO, if you're in the technology side, leader of a staffing firm, it's a fantastic way to make sure you're staying ahead of the game. So um, just want to say thank you again for being here today. really appreciate your time, and uh, it was a great conversation.
2: David, thank you so much for having me.
1: Thanks for listening to The Staffing Show. Don't forget to sign up
0: for our newsletter at staffinghub.com to never miss an episode. Until next time.